You are listening to The Pregnancy Podcast with Vanessa Merton. Hello, thank you for tuning into this Q&A episode of The Pregnancy Podcast. You can visit pregnancypodcast.com forward slash Q&A for all of the past question and answer episodes or to submit a question for a new episode. Show notes for this episode can be found at pregnancypodcast.com forward slash lotus birth and lotus is spelled L-O-T-U-S. I want to thank Zoller for their support of this episode. Zoller makes a really high quality prenatal vitamin, plus it has omega-3s and DHA. To check it out and get a promo code to save 25% when you buy it on Amazon, go to pregnancypodcast.com forward slash vitamin. This week, I am answering a question submitted from Krista. Her email reads, Hi, Vanessa. Thank you for your podcast. My husband and I aren't ready to have children yet, but we're looking into the future and your podcast has been an amazing resource. I have a question about Lotus Birth. It looks like a gentle, spiritually minded way to welcome a baby into the world, but I'm worried about how safe it is. Are there any scientific studies about lotus birth that you can share? Krista, thank you so much for submitting your question. Lotus birth has been becoming more popular. And just in the event that you're listening to this and wondering what the heck that is, a lotus birth is when the umbilical cord is not cut. Generally, if you delay cord clamping, which is an evidence-based practice with proven benefits, you would clamp and cut the cord either after a few minutes or when it stops pulsating. In a lotus birth, sometimes called a physiological cord clamping, your baby remains attached to the placenta until the cord naturally separates. And this usually happens somewhere between 3 and 10 days. During this time, the placenta is stored either in a bag or a container, and it must be carried around with your baby because it's attached to them from the umbilical cord. The term lotus birth was coined in 1974, and this was after Claire Lotus Day observed that chimpanzees do not sever the umbilical cord of their babies. A lotus birth is not the most common practice, but I think it is becoming more popular. And Krista, I agree with your initial sentiments about lotus birth, that it does seem like a spiritually minded way to welcome a baby into the world. But what I am most interested in is the evidence. There is clear evidence for delayed cord clamping. I have a full episode on that, so I'm going to spare going into that rant here. And I'll link to that in the show notes if you missed it, or if you're trying to decide whether to make that a priority. And if you are delaying cord clamping, how long you want to delay it. The closest thing to a scientific study that I could find was only based on three cases, all of which were home births, and the placenta was washed, salted, and herbs were put on it two to three hours postpartum. The placenta was wrapped in something that absorbs moisture, and the salting was repeated depending on the moistness of the placenta. And at day six, all three lotus babies had a natural separation of their umbilical cord. All three lotus birth cases were unproblematic. And with that being said, again, this was only three cases. And 
really the main conclusion that the researchers came to was that more research is needed. And I'll put a link to that for you in the show notes. I did come across one case study. Keep in mind, this is just one incident in which a baby who had a lotus birth contracted hepatitis. And I'll link to that in the show notes if you're interested in reading those details. It is worth mentioning that the Royal College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists, which is in the UK, released a statement stating that no research exists on lotus births, and there is currently no medical evidence that it is of benefit to the baby. If women do opt for umbilical non-severance, the Royal College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists strongly recommends that their babies be monitored carefully for any signs of infection. And you can read their full statement on the show notes. If a lotus birth is something that you are considering, you definitely want to make sure that you're not exposing your little one to a risk of infection. Please talk to your doctor or midwife about the best way to minimize that risk and what signs you should look for in your baby that could be red flags to catch any issues as early as possible in the event that they do come up. Krista, I hope that you find this helpful. It's always disappointing when there's not a lot of research available. There is a pile of solid research on delayed cord clamping for a few minutes or until the cord stops pulsating, but not so much research for a lotus birth. It sounds like you have some time to figure out if this is an option that you want to consider. And I wish you and your husband the best for your future baby. You can see any notes and resources for this episode at pregnancypodcast.com forward slash lotus birth and lotus is L-O-T-U-S. I hope you are enjoying the weekly Q&A episodes. And if you have a question you would like me to answer, you can submit it at pregnancypodcast.com forward slash Q&A. And I want to thank Zoller again for their support of this episode. To check out the Zoller prenatal vitamin and find out why I recommend it, you can go to pregnancypodcast.com forward slash vitamin. And also on that page, you can get a promo code to save 25% off a one month supply. <music> 